Checking, went, checking in with us throughout the week because we do the Friday night show, but we do so much more at the com as far as the website is concerned, as well as Facebook Live. It's the Kendall D. Moore Show. Make sure that you're checking us out there and you get an opportunity to see what we are doing behind the scenes and check us out while we are broadcasting live on the air. Again, it is the Kendall D. Moore Show. That's live on Facebook. As we typically do, let me start by saying hello to the one and only Robin Lewis. Hey, Robin. Oh, hey. How are you? Robin said, oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Kicking it off with me. I'm privileged. Robin, I always say hi to you first. I know you do. Well, you do. You always say hi. No. I'm all awkward and stuff, right? Yeah, you are. Cause we know you were in there doing something that you were not supposed to be doing. Wait a minute. I work hard. I didn't say that. Oh, okay. Let me repeat what I said. You were in there doing something that you were not supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. I checked it on Facebook. <laughs> I admit it. <laughs> Robin Lewis, everybody. Robin, have a terrific weekend. Me too. All right. Hi-ya. It's my girl. All right, what's that, Will? Well, what up? What it do? Everything and not enough, brother. Will, I'm still laughing at what Melody, you know, Will and I, we were in there meeting with Melody Span Cooper today, uh, and uh, Melody said, hey, you know what, Will, I don't care what they say about your sweaters. Don't let them talk about your sweaters, Will. Hey, 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 it's sweater season, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Melody dancing, you will. Tune in on Facebook, see see what color I'm wearing this week. Yeah, there it is. Sweater season, baby. I I got three new ones I'm going to reveal pretty soon. All right. I'm styling and profiling for the WVON family. (laughs) So here's the thing. When Melody Spann Cooper mentions your sweaters, Uh you need to uh, market your sweaters. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now, the Beretta. Hello. What's going on? 
everything. I'm so excited to be here. I am glad that you did not say what Will said last week, and I had well, to see, get on I top had, of you. I had so many bad words in my head last week, so bad. I, what I, you was mean? Rough, I was having a rough week, and there was a lot of profanity floating through my head. Oh. Gotcha. <laughs> so, Are we so to talk just, about that? Do we, mimicked, need, do we need counseling? I just mimicked Will to be on the safe side. Okay. But oh, I'm gotcha. having a good day. I'm well, having a good week. I work in politics, so it's a lot of profanity mimicked around in my head, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just Kendall, you trying to get me in trouble on the radio. I'm trying no, to mind we, my we, tongue. We literally just got on. We haven't even get, gotten gotten into our show. We're a little bit late getting on the air, but nonetheless, though. But rather, you're going to yes. be just fine. Later on in tonight's Thank program, you. though, there is a topic that we certainly want to get into. Um, and I ain't going to even mention it. I'll mention it during the... Um, Save it. Don't give it all away. I will not. I will not. Fire Naya. She's in the building. What up, Naya? Look at you. Always that way. Hey, whatever. <laughs> the one and only. That makes up the team, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so here is the thing. Tonight's program, of course, we are going to have the discussion about the final debate. Of course, President Trump, the orange one, is who I refer to him as. And then uh, Vice President Joe Biden. We have to talk about this uh, during this hour. No, no, man, you got to add some pizzazz to it, man. It wasn't just a debate. It was downtown Donnie T versus neighborhood Joey B. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the debate of shame. Oh, my goodness. It's two old guys telling on each other. Oh, my God. Ain't nothing more refreshing. <laughs> two old, <laughs> two, like two old guys telling. That's what you did. What you did, this. What you did. It had absolutely nothing to do with, with anything. A- average people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Vice President Joe Biden, he tried to get back to where. Right. He, but, you know. The orange one tried to take him back. So we have a lot to unpack and unravel when it comes to uh, last night's final presidential debate. Then, during the 7 o'clock hour, big shout to uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot. I really appreciated her press conference this week with regards to uh, the budget and with regards to, you know, everything that's going on in the city of Chicago. It, It was very heartfelt. I felt it when I saw her tears. That sister of ours. Um, yep. And it, it, it's election, election season. And I do want to say this. And I don't have no problems with saying this. We have to support and protect our sisters. Kim Fox is under fire. Uh, mm. Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she's under fire right now. She's doing the best that she can. Mm-hmm. So we are going to uh, discuss during the 7 o'clock hour the, uh, the Chicago budget. And then on top of that, now they've had to roll back businesses and operations. So we want to talk about that. Governor Pritzker, there are a lot of folks out in like Will County, the Kane counties, they're kicking back saying that they're they're not going to shut down. I wonder what that's all about. We we need to, you know, expound upon that uh, because it's going to be really interesting when we talk about the owners and them having to close. Is it better for them to shut down early versus them having to shut down completely in order to protect everyone else. COVID right now is off the charts. When we return, we're going to talk about President Trump and him still minimizing people not wearing masks. I don't care. You know what? we got. I got to take a break because we're we're off the clock right now. We're trying to get back on the clock where it Mm -hmm. needs to be. But the guy, you know, he never ceases to amaze me. I heard this before, and I will stick with it, and I truly believe it. President Trump is a reality 
he's the best reality show that I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm telling you. On a global scale. He, I mean, OMG is what I have to say about that. Um, hey, that, well, he it, came from television, man. I mean, you know, that, but he was already well known, but he came from television. He, so, you know, it's he, about the race. Yeah, we, we, we're going to dissect it for those who want to yep. uh, participate. We also, I'm not going to let this get get away from us. You know, the Proud Boys or, uh-huh. or Xanox, whatever these other uh, militia groups yeah. are called. Yeah, Q9. You know, Q9. Yeah. What do I call it? Xanox? Xanox. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, Western <laughs> Illinois is my education. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, that's all right. He's making up his own. <laughs> Robin is cracking. <laughs> that's all right. Yeah. You know, I went there. Uh, Robin, yeah. I, I completely, making you know. Making up his own militia group. That whole thing, right? But the militia groups. Oh. And, um, you know, the, the threats of civil uh, unrest yes. taking place should President Trump lose. Um, I have, you know, you know, I have my opinion on that. I shared that with you. Earlier. I know, and we're, we're going to talk about that. I want people out in the WVON family to to jump in on this discussion, you know, because it's very comical to say that, but we'll get to it, right? All right, we will. All right, so here we go. Uh, uh, so we got to take an unorthodox break at this time because we're a little bit off the clock. We're going to try to catch up real quick. But right now, let's go over to uh, traffic, weather, and the news with my girl, Robin Lewis. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's Kendall Moore, radio for the next generation. On the Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. That is the number to connect. Of course, make sure you are checking out Von TV, the hottest thing streaming mm-hmm. right now. All right. The debate, Will, we, yes. let's go immediately. What's going on now? The debate of shame. The debate of shame. I don't think it was yeah. the debate of shame. I think it was. I honestly think that Donald Trump did a very good job yesterday. Uh-huh. He did the best job that I've ever seen him do. do. Right. Yeah. He, yeah. he honestly, but is it a little too late, though? When we talk about the Electoral College, when we talk about uh, there are 48 to 50 million people who have already voted. After this weekend, it is projected that there will be an additional 4 million people that should be added to the list of uh, people who have voted in advance. Uh, Is it it too late? But before we get there... Mm Uh, the debate itself. Everybody's talking about it because people are it a little bit so surprised. Civilized. 
It was so civilized. It was what people did not That's expect a, after last a time. Sister was, uh, a sister was handling that. Yeah. It's sort of like if Robin Lewis was... Yeah. A, imagine Robin sitting there. Yeah. And she's talking like traffic and weather. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Robin, what if what Robin, you what mean? If you were the, what, like what if you were the I was moderator. moderator? Yeah. Oh, I can handle that. Yeah. They were yeah. civilized because they had muted mics. No, <laughs> I think it was because the sister was there too. I think uh, you know, yeah, Kamala is running. He didn't want to get out of pocket. She was with her. handling he didn't the business say the wrong though. Thing with her. Mm. I think that if you if you notice during the middle of the debate, he complimented her. He said, "Oh, by the way, I think you're handling this debate beautifully." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I see nice. you. I see you, Donnie. Trying to get brownie points. But she is White House uh, Kirsten. Kristen, she is a White House correspondent okay. for Weekend Today for Channel 5. So she's generally there. She's, she's and pretty he good. he knows her. And he's taking pictures with her and stuff. So he felt like the last young lady who, who moderated the debate, she was kind of very much against him. So, but, you know, you know. So, you and, and then we also people. have to mention, like, the 60 Minutes uh, piece that's going to run on Sunday. Uh-huh. And they've been running that all day as well. Uh, and and that is the temper tantrums that uh, the orange one he yeah. always has. He's yeah. a narcissist at, at at his highest peak. Yeah. Yes. Him and Kanye, you know, they belong in bed together. Yeah. In my in my humble opinion, <laughs> and ain't no shade, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm trying to put people in context with what we have been dealing with. Right. Yeah. I know we got to get ready to take a break because we're trying to catch up to the clock, but I want to pose this question so folks can give me a call and let me know how they are feeling. I don't know if it was me or it was everybody who was black or, or Latin, Latin, uh-huh. Latinx. Uh-huh. When he, when the orange one said he is the most oh non-racist God. person in uh, the building. Yes. I damn near fainted. <laughs> I damn near, I, you know I got twins. Yeah. And I had Kai sitting on the couch with me, and I was feeding him a bottle. And the bottle fell out my hand, and I was like, what did he just say? Right. 591-1690 is the number. I want to know what people really <laughs> thought about that. And Fox News right now, they're running that as if, you know, it is part of the Bible. Yeah. He is the most, he was the most non-racist person in the building. And then they, he went on to talk about, and we got to talk about this with, with, as it relates to Joe Biden mm-hmm. and what went on uh, with, with that legislation that mm-hmm. has over, uh, you know, three million black men mm-hmm. locked up. Black men are having a very hard mostly, time. Mostly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, black and brown men, we're, we're, ha- black, we're having a hard time connecting or some are with the, the Biden, which is part of the reason I believe that right. Kamala is a part of the ticket. But she wasn't even she wasn't any, any better because her record out in California when it came to incarceration. And that is what the argument is. Yeah. Democrats locking black people up just as much, if not more. Yeah. Then Republicans. So that is not something that should be part of the debate. Nonetheless, folks. We go back to Robin. We'll be back. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah. Ooh-wee. Yeah, he said it. What? I thought you knew. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's Kendall Moore Radio for the next generation on the Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON.
31 minutes after the hour. Welcome back. It is the Kendall Moore Show, 591-1690. That is the number to connect. We certainly appreciate you guys hanging in there with us. Robin Lewis. Hell, Robin just had a whole uh, half hour by her damn self oh, doing this. <laughs> I'm just doing my job. Do your job then. Robin, I'm going to get out your business. Uh-huh. I'm, gonna get, I'm going to get out of your business. All right, folks. Uh, so the debate. Yes. The presidential debate. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Will come on. Let me turn it over to uh, uh, the the elder statesman here when well, it like comes I to said, uh, man, politics. This was the uh, this was the final smackdown between downtown Donnie T and neighborhood Joey B. Okay. This is for all the marbles, baby. And and I'll tell you this: it went exactly the way I thought it was going to go. And okay. I'm, I'm just being for real about it because you know what? You hadn't heard nothing from Donnie really controversial in a while. And I know it's been two weeks since the last debate that he caught COVID, but he was kind of quiet. And I was wondering what was going on. And I said, man, I bet you when he, with this last debate, he's going to come out and he's going to do really well. And you know why? Not only because the mics were turned off, not only because there was a black woman moderating, which really made a difference, too. Okay. But it was because he finally set his butt down and listened to his policy people yep. who are debate coaches. And they told him how to debate. Because he thought he was going to do the same thing last time with Joe that he did with Hillary in 2016. He thought he was going to be able to just talk over it. And they said, no, we're going to turn the mic off on you like that. See, they figured him out. So now he had to actually listen to his policy people and learn how to debate. And he did a good job because Joe stayed very focused. If you notice, Joe stayed very focused. I was focused impressed by it. He did better this time than, than he did the first time Joe Biden did. But the so, standard for Joe Biden, the right. Republicans did that. Right. They did. They set the bar so low mm-hmm. that all Joe Biden had to do was mumble. Exactly. Right. And, and make a, like, make a, you know, and blah, 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 blah. And right. long as people could understand him, because they had ma- criticized him so much, mm-hmm. the bar was, it, it was so low yeah. that, of course, Joe was going to do, he, you know, he was going to do well. But back to you, Will, and, and, and your but point. But I'm just saying, he, he really, he Joe really actually just came alive this time, man. This is the best. You said he day. had ginseng root? I, did I you said, say that? Man, Viagra? They, 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 they gave him some ginkgo they both had Ginko some kind by of something going on. Ginkgo biloba and Donnie was just oh on the HGH. Oh, my God. I ain't even so that's what, <laughs> they I, had some I don't want to get to that age. And I need that to, to do anything. Them two guys went man, for it. They said, on. this is it. Let's go for it. And it was just a debate of shame because what they did was across the room from each other, blamed each other on what they did did do and what they did not do and what they could have done and you know what i thought it was very uh passionate and robust and that that was really a good debate is that an effective debate strategy to just attack your opponent well not necessarily attack them but just to make sure you hit on the points of what uh, their failures were if you're if you're debating against your opponent, but you know, it had absolutely nothing to sure do with the uh, American economy exactly. or the men, um, or those people who are sitting there. What home? American economy? Because well, in, in the beginning, my, of the my point, point exactly, Will. My point exactly. You know, Joe was Joe was basically saying how you ruined the economy because you knew about this in January. I remember reading about the COVID nineteen or coronavirus happening in November of yes, last year, yeah. absolutely. And people eating bat soup and we 
talked about it. So the, and then, you the, know, uh, downtown Donnie said, look, man, um, it's China's fault. You know, they knew about these things and they withheld it. And, 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 you know, I did the best I could do. You know, they knew this was happening. But he was just basically touching on his irresponsibility. You know, with that. And I saw it I, as he was talking to Donald, Donald Trump, President Trump. I saw it in Donald's eyes that he just kind of felt. Ashamed. I, I just reading. Body I language. really don't think that he that man that has ashamed about I think he felt bad. anything. Yeah. Just look at him. Beretta, so certain so people have certain no. ways. He, he, he said I can look at him. And say, no, man, he, he, I did drop he the ball. He was trying to keep himself himself contained. He's a narcissist, and so it was very difficult for that man to stand there and not open his mouth. And every time he got an opportunity to open his mouth, all he did was attack. Joe Biden. Yeah. Joe Biden even went, everybody was saying, I don't want to say everybody, let me not be that comprehensive. Basically, uh, people were saying, like, Joe, and Joe said this out of his own mouth, we're not talking about uh, uh, Hillary Clinton, we're not talking right. about this person or that person, we're talking about what you, what have you done, what are you going to do? When we talk about American health care, there is no plan. When we talk about right. the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, there is nothing to replace that. When we talk about what are you doing for the COVID-19 second wave response, he does not have a plan. Right, right. So, Beretta, I have to ask you, in addition to a number of different questions relative to him uh, akinning himself to uh, being the best president for black <laughs> since, people since, since Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Right, but, 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 but Beretta, I want to I ask you this question. As it relates to, uh, like, how you felt as an African-American female sitting there listening to Donald Trump. I So, first of all, shout out to the moderator because that part felt good as yes. an African-American female to see her hold her own. She contained the debate a lot better than we've seen um, mm -hmm. this uh, election season. But just I really just feel like he says anything that he thinks he's supposed to say to trigger the people who he's talking to at that moment. Okay. I don't believe anything that he says out of his mouth. Yeah, Kristen Welker, though. That's Kristen Welker. Thank you. The moderator. I apologize. No, no, I appreciate that. Um, she did an excellent job. But listening to him speak, it seems like his tactic is, I am going to choose my words carefully to evoke some emotion and then to get you to think that I'm on your side. I feel like that's been his strategy the entire time. I think that's all politicians' strategy. Well, I, 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 I mean, I, 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 I honestly think that I'm, that is all politicians' uh, strategy. And, and I want Trump to just so happens to be. Uh, uh, are we mad because he's an overt racist? Don't you want people to let you know how they really feel? Do you want a person? who's a racist, to just smile in your face. And I think those are the worst ones. But it's okay to be an overt racist. And because be who you are, right? Yeah, but they yeah. don't pretend to be my friend at the same time. Know where time. you stand. You know where they stand. You yeah, know where not he, to I mean, he, yeah. And yeah. like I said last week, when I was talking about a, a story I had, I met a gentleman. He said, you're not obligated to like nobody, and they're not obligated to like you. But, you know, you, you reach an agreement. And, and, you know, you want to know what a person feels about you. People, black people and people of color, their uh, dis dismay right. with this president, is it enough for them to get out and vote? No. Yeah. That is my question. Now we have President Obama. He's out. I saw him yesterday. Uh, we got to get ready to take a break in one second. We're going to get to the callers as well. 
Uh, folks, let me say this, and let me apologize in advance. Last week, the show was so hot. We had all the callers, and they, they, they made sure that they uh, sent me emails uh, oh, okay. as well as commented on the Facebook Live page saying, Kendall, take more calls. I'm going to take calls when we return, but I want to leave people with this question. Let's answer this. Number one, uh, him being uh, the, the, the least racist the in the room. Racist. Number two, him being a be- better president than Abraham Lincoln. And then, and then number three, like, was this just, did we just take up time? Do people already know who they are going to vote for? Because I'm an independent. Right. And that did not move me. It's the Kendall Moore Show. We're back in a moment. He's the new kid on the block. He's got the weekends on lock. Kendall Moore, radio for the next generation. On the talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. minutes after the hour. Welcome back. It's the Kendall Moore Show. 591-1690. That is the number. All right. So the conversation, it continues. It's the last presidential debate. Everybody and their mom is talking about it. And we had, we here at WVON, we're doing the same thing. Let's go to Mama D. Mama D, how are you? Mama D, we got you? Hello? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Um, thank you for taking my call, first of all. Um, I have a question. It's not one of the ones you raised, but as an indigenous uh, Native Black American descendant of crimes against humanity and Jim Crow genocide survivor, I remember uh, Eisenhower, uh, Kennedy, and Johnson being forced for 11 years, from 1954 to 1965, marching, picketing, protesting, boycotting, all that stuff, and they uh, to enforce the laws that we had in the 1860s when we had United States senators and congressmen. But 100 years later, we didn't even have the right to vote. Mm. So when I go back to those presidents, I don't remember not one of them, including Barack Obama, yes, that, that, that had three separate uh, history-making uh, bills and neither one of those bills included the um, 19, the uh, uh, the 96% that blacks gave him the first time and the 94% that blacks gave him the second time. And he made history for three separate special interest groups. Now, 
my question was this from last night. So when I go through all those presidents, I don't even remember them using the word black, less alone saying we have a 10-point plan for urban black Americans. Uh, but I couldn't understand what he meant when he said we owe them. We owe the DACA's based on privilege who just uh, for yeah. under the age of 31 yeah. Yeah. that just yeah. got here. Mama D, yeah, Mama D, Mama D, stay right here, folks. Y'all, uh, listen, uh, William, Cliff, y'all, y'all hang on, cause I want to talk to Mama D about this. Will I, I? My my antennas went up as soon as she said that. Mama D, you know what? You bring up a very good point. Since we're talking about it, over seven thousand black politicians since uh, Jim Crow and all of that. Seven seven thousand, and the reason that the reason Mama D, I want you to hold uh, that I w- want you to stay here is my question, and I'm just playing the devil's advocate. If Biden really hasn't done anything, and if black politicians haven't done anything, and we talk about this all the time, why are people so upset when we point it out and say maybe we don't want to vote for them? Well, I think it's because our people have uh, been led astray, and we haven't done what Marcus Garvey said, Mm. put that mask on your face first. Yep. Uh, We're fighting because of the... The um, in, the mental enslavement. We fighting for other people's privileges when we don't even have any rights. You are absolutely but correct. Th- those non-citizens based on privilege have already received a government to leg up reparations dream act for and being rewarded for breaking into the country, and we can hardly survive a broken tail light. Uh, Mama D, you you are hitting it on the nail, and it's not just them. But it's every other foreign entity that is in this country, from the from the people who are uh, uh, Asian, uh, people who are from Ukraine, the Russians. Everybody gets a leg up except us. I'm, I'm with you on that, Mama D. I, I I really do. I gotta. I'm sorry. I gotta let you go. But you are on point. With what you are saying. What's up, Will? Yeah, I want to respond to what uh, Mama D said, and she's absolutely right. So here's the thing: uh, a, a black president first time having a black president, you know, um, officially a black president or a person who claimed they were black, here's the thing with that. Um, generally, they don't want people, they feel like it's favoritism if that individual who's in But we only had one black reaches, president. Right. And, and see, that's the thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they're so frightened what are we that talking about? Might, they're, they're frightened that people, other voters, non-black voters might consider you being, uh, using favoritism toward them, toward your people. If you are, you know, if, if you do special things for them, but the thing is, black people are at the bottom of the barrel, and even if you got a black president, black people are still at the bottom of the barrel. He should uh, have special initiatives for black people to bring us out of this situation, so that we can co- so that we can um, contribute more to the tax base, so we can do other things. See, all these problems are happening. You know, white folks complain about their taxes. Other people complain about crime and all this. They're non-black. thing is, you have a whole class you've pushed to the side, and now they're forced in this vicarious situation to do these things that make it hard for you to live. If you just simply bring them up on your level, equality, and I mean real equality, economic, 
social equality, you can solve all these problems. Your taxes will go down. You won't have to worry about crime. And this is not just black people. It's Latinos. Got it. Got we it. have crime. We all got to take a break. You know, we're going to pick this up on yeah. the other side, folks. Please don't touch the dial. Yeah. We're going to, Cliff, we're coming to you. William, we're coming to you. Yeah. Uh, whoever else is calling right now, we're, we're coming to you guys. We're not going to get away from this topic. We, right. we have to talk about it. And the reason for it is because we have a lot to say about this. Right. And that's the quandary that we find ourselves sh- in. Let me just say this before we go on break. They should, Obama's administration should have allowed him to help his people. And it's not just his administration, right. but the Clinton, Clinton should have did the same thing. Clinton did Jimmy, do some things. Yeah. I'm going to defend Clinton. Man, Clinton locked black oh, people up, Will. Yes, but Bill the had three strikes the, Bill was the first president who had the most black people in his cabinet I will. Ever. You know Jesse what? Jesse Jackson, he had, uh, he put uh, a man Will, we got to go to break. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. Hey, let's take this break. We'll be back in a moment. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's Kendall Moore, radio for the next generation. On the talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. All right, nine minutes after the hour. Welcome back. It is the Kendall Moore Show. You can connect with us at 591-1690. The 1st Congressional District of Illinois, they are conducting a COVID-19 testing. It's going to be hosted by the Office of Congressman Bobby L. Rush. It's taking place Tuesday, October 27th. 
from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. There's no charge for testing. Beloved Community Family Wellness Center, located at 3518 139th Street in Robbins, Illinois. For more information on this free COVID testing, contact them at 773-779-2400. Big shout to Beloved Community Family Wellness Center, 3518 139th Street. Uh, Again, the Honorable Congressman Bobby L. Rush, free COVID testing this coming Tuesday from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. All right, Will, so we yep. got a, we, again, we got a bank full of calls. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I do my due diligence this week mm-hmm. and not leave people on the phone. So mm-hmm. let's wrap up Okay. the uh, president, the last presidential debate. Yeah. Um, but I got to, here's the question that I had about that before we went to break. That is Donald Trump, stating that he has been the best thing to black people since sliced bread, since Abraham Lincoln. And, 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 and Joe, <laughs> uh, you know, Vice President Joe Biden even referred to him as uh, Abraham Lincoln. Like, I, I yeah. was cracking yeah. up. But then here's the other thing, though. When it came to African-Americans being locked up, right. Joe Biden was a part of it, and he had to apologize. And while we were quiet for about as, three seconds, as you and I, as we were arguing when yes. we were going off of the air about Bill Clinton with the three strikes and you out. Yeah. Look, let me let me say this, and I'm gonna be perfectly honest. With you. Dick Durbin was a part of that. He was a part of that whole Here's process. The, thing, the bill had to be created in Congress or the Senate first for the president to approve it. Will. But President Please Bill Clinton had the most blacks in his cabinet ever in history. We are talking he had about our very own Jesse black Jackson. people oh being had, locked. Yes, I up. do know. Will I do know? I'm yeah. talking about Democrats right. locking black right. people up. I agree with Trump. You. Had hit something to hold his hat on, but what people don't realize, and this is what I agree with you on. Mm-hmm. Did you see? Have you read Trump's one of his last books? about where he really stood, where, where he stands when it comes to black people and incarceration. And then here's the other question that I have mm-hmm. for those who are listening on iHeartRadio. Mm-hmm. Why, when it comes to black people, the only conversation that we can have about black people is us being poor and us being locked up? Right. Mm. Where is the economic wealth? Who are we talking to when we talk? All black people are not incarcerated. Right. One in three are. When it comes to unemployment, it's very high. And then the black people who are not are trying to tell you to invest in their uh, uh, invest in buying a house. Let Mm -hmm. me teach you how to get rich. What the average person. And then let's talk about CPS, because we're going to be talking about uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot's budget in just one second. Mm -hmm. And and our kids being undereducated right now due to COVID. They were already at the bottom of the totem pole like we're talking politics, and they're asking for our votes. Mm-hmm. But what other people who are black are saying is it's the same thing, regardless of what party is in there. Mm-hmm. It's just who offends you the most, or is it that they just offend you the most, or they tell you the truth of how they really feel. How many of us work with, with people who are going to smile in your face? They ain't going to tell you how they really feel about right. you. You know, we've had this conversation before on the right. Kimber Moore Show. We we have had the conversation about, you know, I got a colleague who like, yeah, rah, 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 I support this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But when they go into that voting booth, 
they 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 they're going to vote for their interest, which is Trump. Now back to the politicians, and then I I will I will I will stop. Uh, I think it was Eisenhower who stated this. Don't quote me on this, because Will, I know you're a historian from DePaul okay. and all this other stuff. Me, 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 who 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 Give made this quote? Uh-huh. Who made this quote? Uh-huh. That I will have black people voting Democrat for the next two hundred years. No, that was Linda B. Johnson. That was Linda B. Johnson. Thank you very much, That Will. was after John F. Kennedy Thank was assassinated. Thank you very was much. And that's exactly what we are well, doing. the Civil and Rights we, Bill was and, a pioneering and we, bill. And we, we all are playing into it. But so here's the oxymoron that exists with that, right? Uh-huh. Hell, do you vote for this guy? Do you vote for Trump, who's an overt racist, versus the people who you, who you, you, who, who, who you think is going to give you something? But for... Obama was in the White House for like eight years, mm-hmm. and Joe Biden had the nerve to open his mouth and say, well, we had a Republican Congress. Mm-hmm. Man, please. Any thinking, logical person probably looked at that and said, that doesn't make sense to me. The same thing that's happening here in the city of Chicago, which is why Tony Preckwinkle didn't win. To, to be mayor, to be perfectly honest with you, and I don't want to delve into that whole pot, but it really is a point. The Democrats, in my humble opinion, which is why I'm an independent, it doesn't make any more. They may give you an extra dollar. That's it. And that's the that, it, I'm voting. I'm not voting for Trump because he's a racist and what he does and some of his policies. They really and some of the things that he has said. Believe when a person tells you how they truly feel. Right. But trust me. Maya Angelou, when a person tells you when they, they t- are, When they tell him. you how they really feel, that's how they really believe feel. Him. Yeah. And that's why I'm not rocking with them. But as far as a policy, from a policy standpoint, yeah. my brothers and sisters been being locked. They've been locked up forever. Mm. I don't care who's in office. I don't care if you're blue or red. They locking them up. I don't care if you're blue or red when it comes to unemployment. I don't care if you blew a red when it comes to education. I don't care if you blew a red when it comes to housing. It's still divided. Rahm Emanuel, he gone, and he was a Democrat, right. and he worked for Obama. But guess why he gone? Because he didn't do anything. Guess why Lori Lightfoot got voted into office? Because they didn't trust Tony Preckwinkle. Lori was an independent in her own, respectively, in her own right, and she had the right population to get her in there and she depended on certain populations. Maybe she didn't, but she probably realized that if, if mm-hmm. you're smart, that ain't nobody going to vote. Yeah. Which is why Obama is now out there on the campaign trail. On the campaign, tra- campaign trail. Because if we lose Florida, yeah. we gone. Yeah, I, I promise you that. lose Texas, we lose Ohio. No, Florida, are, Florida the last 16, swing Will, states. the last 16 years, last 16, mm-hmm. whoever won Florida won the presidency. Yeah. The yeah. last 16 years. Yeah. Yeah. But Ohio is generally the swing state, though. I, I do understand what you're saying. Um, but in everything that you just said, I cannot emphasize to black people slash African-Americans, however you want to call us, this is our time to unify because you have to understand, man, look, they don't, COVID did not care if you were black or white. 
or Damn. Republican or Democrat Damn. or Socialist. It don't care. Damn. All you know is black that poor it, people. It, it black poor people truth. get taken advantage of. It exposed by black truth. people or white that you people. Did that's not what I want to say. That's what true. you were supposed to have. Black that's poor why people get people, taken advantage right. of. Put down by black people or right. white people. Put and down your political. Those source. of us who have a little bit wherewithal when it comes to education, right. we know that. Right. But what we also know is, no, not this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because, right. no, this is worse for those who are less lesser than. Right. You ain't heard no preachers and no pastors. You heard a pastor talk about uh, yes on uh, this uh, this tax hike. That's right. But other than that, right. no, they're going to give you a pamphlet and say, this is how you're going to vote. I'm going to give you a $25 gift card, and I'm going to give you a turkey on Thanksgiving because Thanksgiving is coming up. Mm-hmm. Or b- Thanksgiving ain't coming up before. You know, but Do you get the point, though, that right. I'm trying to make? Right. But Trump cannot be the person who says that. Right. He shouldn't be. Because his record is horrible mm-hmm. when it comes to black people. Yeah, I agree. Let's go. Let's go to the phone lines. You know, I. I you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Cliff, how you doing? Brother Kendall, Kappa Chapter 41181. So thank you for taking my call. Rude. Listen, your comments last week was so on point about the Million Man March. Let me say this: it's not the Nation of Islam, not those brothers, but it's the black leadership. To your point, that's dropped the ball in terms of our elevation and our advancement. And I'll give you two quick points, and I'm done. By now, we should have already created a third political party. Yep. And my second point is I that the agree. black leadership, and the black leadership have, should have already challenged this constitutional electoral college because Trump will win again through the electoral college. It's ridiculous. Cliff, That's only if he gets Florida, though, Cliff. Brother Cliff, let me ask you this. I think only if he gets Florida. is, is, is If we lose Florida, we done. Brother Cliff. But, but brother, I, that, 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 that's my humble opinion, though. Go ahead. Right. And I'll end with this. No matter what, you could get 100% black voter turnout in November, get the results, Biden wins, but then in December, the electorals, the electors, Go and they vote, and what you'll get was you'll get Trump winning by the Electoral College through the votes. And again, the first time in history a president would win twice by losing the popular vote but winning Electoral College. Watch what happens. What, what about Al, Al Gore, though? Al Gore, no, what I'm saying, but he only did it once. Trump okay. will be twice, twice. He'll win okay, his presidency by losing the popular vote. And win electoral college. Watch what happens. Thank All you, right. my brother. Brother Cliff, thank you very much. Certainly appreciate that. Hey, we got to take a break real quick. Uh, and we're coming right back. We'll go back to the phone lines. Eddie, I'm taking you next. This is the Kendall Moore Show. He's the new kid on the block. He's got the weekends on lock. Kendall Moore, radio for the next generation. On the talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON.
Original Friday night show. I am Kim Moore. I'm here with the crew. What's that with? What up? What up? Netta Beretta. Hello. 591-1690. That is the number to connect. All right. I want to remind you guys. Tuesday, October 27th, 1st Congressional District of Illinois. It's going to be hosted by the Honorable Congressman Bobby L. Rush. Beloved Community Family Wellness Center, 3518, 139th Street, Robbins, Illinois. From 10 a.m. until 2 p.m., it's free COVID testing. COVID testing is up in the state of Illinois, as well as many of the red states, in addition to what is going on in the Midwest. So as we turn the page, we will continue to take the calls as well uh, relative to what is going on. Uh, well, it's almost old news now uh, because the candidates are in different states right now. Swing states, they are tremendous. I want to encourage everyone to vote. That's what I want you to do. We consistently have a conversation about why you should vote, why you are not voting. Um, but people vote. We, You know what? I'm glad that people are they're awake now, right? And the reason for it is because prior to George Floyd, prior to uh, COVID-19, people were kind of, they were sleepers, I want to encourage everyone to get that get out and make sure that you vote. Mm-hmm. If you have not decided, the last presidential debate that took place, if that did not change, I don't think that it was going to change your mind I anyway. Don't think so. Forty-eight to fifty million people have already uh, voted mm-hmm. in advance. Uh, my wife and I, we always vote together. We take our kids. We're going to be voting this weekend, uh, pre-voting. Uh, here's the thing. They're saying that uh, the red states, they're going to be a lot of Trump supporters who, who are going to vote on the day of. Mm-hmm. Let's hope that they should hope that mm-hmm. uh, those polling places are open yeah. because of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've lost over 200,000 people already uh, with the second pandemic that is currently occurring. Again, the red states are really through the roof. Mm-hmm. But here in the state of Illinois specifically, um, I mean, it has it's quadrupled. Yeah. You know, l- listening to uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker, listening to uh, uh, Mayor Lightfoot, uh, it's bad right now. Uh, many of my friends, when Mayor Lightfoot made her announcement that they were rolling back, they didn't completely shut down. She didn't completely shut down. But what I did appreciate about her is that Mayor Lightfoot, and I know you listen to Michelle. Matt, I love you. Mad shout to you, your partner, your daughter, et cetera. Mayor Lightfoot, what I do appreciate about you is she she told the police, the police, she told the fire department, public health people, I'm your boss. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I am mandating that you wear a mask. And then the, on, the, on the other side of it, from the state side, was J.B. Pritzker. Mm-hmm. And the interesting conversation that we are about to unpack right now is that there's going to be put there's be, there's pushback mm-hmm. from the Will and Kane counties and, you know, those other suburban areas right. where the small business owners are stating, 
you know, you can't cut back our hours or you can't shut us down because we're going to lose our livelihood. Yeah. Here's the thing about what people don't understand, and I really want to put it in context for those who listen to this show uh, across the world. When it comes to states, we are very monolithic from a state side. Comprehensively, we talk about it as if it's having an impact on everybody. From a business owner standpoint here in the state of Illinois, look at the numbers. When it comes to entrepreneurs and when it comes to people who own small businesses, you're looking at 68 to 70 percent of people, their livelihood depends on that, right? Mm-hmm. 68 to 70. Yeah. Google it. Do the, do the research so, so that you know. Because when we, when we throw numbers out there, we want to make sure that we are exact with this. Out of that, per business, depending on if they're making from uh, less than $400,000, their staff, they're looking at like 60 people. Right. This is 60. You're talking about like restaurants and bars. Restaurants, bars, mm-hmm. bowling alleys. Um, yeah. Personal services. Personal services. See, here's the thing. Hold on, Will. Let me, let, me, let, me, let me finish the thought. Let mm-hmm. me finish the thought and then please chime in. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about the unemployment rate comprehensively with the country mm-hmm. is one thing. When it comes to the black and brown communities, we're the first, we're the first responders. And then we are the service people, mm-hmm. even though the Latinos look like they white, but they're not. Hold on. Let me finish. We're the, they're the barmaids. They're the people who serve the drinks. They're mm-hmm. the people who work in the hotels. We as African-Americans, we're the people who work in Walmart. Yep. We're the people who work at Target. We're the people who work in the the Arab stores, right? right. You know, you got your little sister or somebody who knows the alderman, they need a job, and they paying them under the table. They don't even get a, a 1099. They're just giving them cash because they have that much money. Wow. What am I saying when I say this? Because I want everybody to understand this because everybody tries to talk above everybody else's head, and it doesn't make sense. We here at this station, we talk to rich people, and people who are on the cusp of being rich. There are people who are poor and broke, and they are waiting on waiting on their stimulus package. And it's not happening. They're losing their houses yeah. and their jobs. Yeah. To get to my point, mm-hmm. the, that population, do not. they won't have a job. Mm-hmm. Their jobs have been cut. And they will never come back. What are we going to do with them? Mayor Lori Lightfoot, she announced her budget, Will, and I'm going to turn it back over to you. Mm-hmm. With the tax increases, and I heard her say, for homeowners, yeah. it would only be $56 on their property taxes. But if you don't have a job, right. Tony Preckwinkle does not have enough money to pay everybody who's a homeowner or Governor J.B. Pritzker. I don't want to say it was, it's Tony, it's J.B. Pritzker. He cannot pay everybody's mortgage because the jobs simply are not there. There are people right now listening to this radio show, and this is not fear. This is the truth, and it's the honest-to-God truth. 
they do not have jobs. If you live on the west side in certain pockets of the south side of Chicago, you don't have a job. Your job has shut down. If you work downtown, downtown is shut down. If you work for a certain firm and now you cannot go to work, if you worked in the bar, if you worked with all of the things that I am talking about. So when it comes to this budget, there are people who are upset at J.B. Prisker, and it's not his fault. When it comes to just people having the wherewithal, listen, I'm going to say this, and then I promise you I'm going to be quiet. No, you're good. Go ahead. No, if you are over 50 years old and you got laid off from a great job, you probably are not going to get rehired. Mm. And I'm talking about the people who are sitting around their tables. That's what Joe Biden was trying to get to when he was having that conversation and Trump like over talk over over spoke to him. Mm-hmm. If I'm 60, how are you 60 years old and you got somebody at the University of Illinois, Urbana-Champaign, and they 23 and they got a degree and you don't. And your job was already trying to figure out how to downsize. Right. Like think about the pockets in these communities. Right. And when we talk about businesses coming into our communities, now we have to look at those investors who are big time in order for their in order for there to be jobs. And so now, you know, contract tracing. You should be a contract tracer because they're paying from anywhere from uh, uh, $20 to $50, depending on where you live at. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so th- so that you can get <coughs> some money. All right. So my point is, yet again, the Chicago budget, mm-hmm. black people, Latinx, Latinx, the average person in their households, they're making less than eleven thousand dollars. People are people are happy that they work for a politician because mm-hmm. they, they they're 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 not getting cut. City all all of them making money. I heard I I, 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 I heard I heard Lori I I heard uh, Mayor Lifer say, "Well, I'm gonna take a five I'm gonna take a five day furlough." Right. She don't need it, but I'm glad that she's participating to show Mm -hmm. that this is what's needed. Five nine one sixteen ninety. That's the number. Come on, Will. Come 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 with me on this. The Chicago budget it came out, man. Come on with me, man. Help me understand. You know, COVID changed everything, exposed everything, and and we are between a rock and a hard place. Uh, Perhaps a moratorium should be put on uh, taxes for a minute or have the taxes, you know, once everything gets back to normal, we don't know when that will happen. These taxes that are old or whatever gets put on the back end, as Netta would say. But, you know, the the thing about it is is I just feel that – when it when it, basically just when it comes to this situation, we need to try and figure something out. You know, when she first came into office, a, a few people who I knew personally, they suggested that she start cutting the budget because we were already in debt. Mm-hmm. That she start cutting the budget by personnel like ten to fifteen percent already, and I could see why she didn't want to do that. She didn't want to be the mayor to come in and just start slashing people's jobs. That's not good. That's not a good impression to make. Now it appears, yeah, she she's kind of going to have to do that. But, you know, that's the thing about being a leader. Um, 
everybody hard wants decisions. To, everybody wants the glam and the glitz and the nice speech and all that. But these are the hard choices that you have to make. You know what I'm saying? So everybody wants to run for office and be a leader. This is what you're going to have to make. And remember that there are people out here that, that want to eat, that need to eat. And, and you know, that you got to feed them and you got to find a way. And sometimes you're going to have to let some people go. Well, how do we feed people on the how west side and south side? How do we feed them, Netta? Yeah, yeah. Just, like, the, you know, outside of a, a subway. Let me tell you, you know. You no, know, but that, I, I know what you're subway, saying. Outside of subway, outside of Walmart. It's right. just a hard choice. Because the mom and pops, they're being shut down. Right. So, so let me say and this. hell, you know, we drink, so we at the bars. I need you to make sense of what you just said. Okay, so said, in defense people, of the mom and pop store. You said people need to eat. So we got to let them go. Like, how, that doesn't make any sense. People need to eat, so we got to right, let them go. Right. How, how does that help if you let them go? How do you eat? <laughs> well, basically what I'm just trying to explain is the whole situation, how it goes down, how it's hard, you know, when you're in leadership and you have to make these decisions. Here's the thing with uh, restaurants and bars. Restaurant and bars are not like regular stores, like businesses that you go to nine to five, you know, uh, your j- a bank or anything like that. Restaurants don't open up till about 11. Some don't open up till one. And now and they, they have to close open, at nine. And then they stay open, right? They they stay open generally till one or two in the morning. And at we, least and, for two weeks. Yeah. Let me, let me clarify. And they, right. and they, you know, they depend on that influx between those hours of, of people, especially on a Friday night and a Saturday night to make their money. And you have people, like you say, they are maids, they are bartenders, uh, not maids and bartenders, the, but the waiters, and, waiters and, and all waitresses, of that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and they depend and the on those hustles. tips. The side hustles so, are, are great. You know, I can understand how they feel and what's going on, you know. And, uh, for, you know, they're saying, man, we can't afford to close down, you know. Economies, in order for them to work, they have to reciprocate and they have to reciprocate money it has to flow through the economy people have to spend people have to make a profit and then they spend from there you know and the thing is this makes it just incredibly hard so is it wrong then for for trump to be saying that he wants the economy open it is wrong you know, for him to say really, that, but you know, you, like you, I you said, know what I mean. Like, do we? You have to decide what you need to do and what you want to do. It has to be up to the people because, because unemployment line, is not paying. But, but COVID is stimulus not, is not paying, right? And and, and that's a bad. That's so another so subject, like, there's people bad, sitting in their houses, right. with pride, right. who's not telling people that right. they don't they 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 don't, they don't know where the next check is right. coming exactly. from. Exactly. Like real talk. I'm talking about people who have been on their jobs for like. 20 to 30 years and they're not they're, they're they will not get rehired and i'm gonna tell you why they're not gonna get rehired mm-hmm. and let me say this so because everybody is listening right now they're too old right right this is a young person this this, this economy is for young people this is for engineers people who know about TikTok. Right. people who know about uh uh, uh 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 you know doing uh data entry not data entry uh no. i forget the the, the, the term virtual they, work yeah, yeah that, that part. Uh, the, the older people, they don't, the, the older people, and I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way, but I'm right. saying it in a realistic way. Like people who have been in their jobs for, like, again, over 15 yeah. to, 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 to 20 years. Let's say that. Let's say they started when they were 25 and now they're 50. Right. Their job, they will never get that again. Where are we going to find the jobs at? It's their age, and then also it's a chance to scale back the salary because if you've been in your job that right. long, you have tenure, 
which means you've probably had pay increases. Right. So if you pull someone straight out of college, you can start them at an entry-level salary, and now you're saving your budget as well. Yeah. And now you got a, a college person who's coming in, and you can get them entry-level, exactly. and they're a little bit, no disrespect, they're a little smarter than you. So yeah, Because, t- you know, you, takes- you go from the industrial complex to – Whatever we were doing during the 90s, right. because Bill Clinton had made the NAFTA uh, treaty agreement, agreement mm-hmm. and everybody was rich at that time. The housing industry was booming until uh, Wall Street went belly up. Mm-hmm. I'm having a real conversation for people who are listening to tonight's program. Right. Those who are sitting at home, alcoholism is up. Right. Drug use is up. Yeah. Divorce is up. Yeah. Everything that you can possibly think of. And we sitting here talking about a damn debate about some rich men, well, old white men who don't who, who telling you who aren't talking my about plan is going to be the best plan for you. Vote for me, and I'm going to make your life a lot so, easier. So here's the thing with that too. I feel like in addition to the been, politicians who are in your, in right. your local community, who's going to make a difference? For but you. but many of the business people are not going to make money if there's no money in the economy. And the thing is. Uh, we should have had at least three or four stimulus checks sent out so that the economy. But we don't. Like so I now what about, do we do? So the thing is, if you're going to vote for the president, the current president, who is really supposed to be in charge of that, I have to question your judgment in that because I got to be honest with you. Like I said, we should have had three or four stimulus checks by now to circulate through the economy to make sure that it stays alive, to make sure that people can stay in their homes, can eat. It's not happening. Instead, well, you bring up a very good point. Go ahead, Netta, and then I got this question for you. It's just a bad strategy. I was just exactly so to that point. Why isn't there a better strategy? That's the part I think is the most frustrating. From a state side, though, yeah, from a state side, it seems like because you should have anticipated a resurgence, right? You should have been ready to shut back down again. Why haven't there been any provisions set in place for the people who would be most affected by another shutdown? I I agree. And so I will take that further, though, Beretta. And that is if we're going to give people money who own homes. Right. What about the people who never had jobs? Where's the money for those folks? Right. Mm -hmm. So we're not talking about going to unemployment. Right. What J.B. Pritzker is talking about. And they're trying to, you know, make a great system and you can apply for your unemployment. And there's it's horror stories with that. But what about the average person, like the dude who is a college student, but he can't, he can't go back to school, mm-hmm. right. and now he got to hustle drugs on on right. the damn on the right. damn block? Right. Like, let's really talk about it. The 1099 of, worker who can't get unemployment, who cannot, yeah. uh, the barbershop owner, the yes. beauty shop owner, exactly. like those are the conversations that we need to be having and getting solutions to. Not the people who own these businesses who are trying to trick you into giving you giving them your money to make you rich. Let well, me tell you how to be to, rich. It has to you can't save money if it, you ain't got no it money. Has to, it's, you can't it invest has money if you ain't got no money, if, man. If, if I own a building and you're renting from me, I still need to pay the mortgage company. So it's to my advantage that the president sends you out a stimulus check every month so you can pay your rent. Back to the state, and, Will. See what I'm saying? Back to the state. But the so, state has to get money. They have to get federal money. Respectfully, Lori Lightfoot is talking about the federal. She's talking federal. Every time I hear her, and I say this respectfully, she's talking about the federal money that needs to come in. What about the state money? We're spending uh, tons of dollars, tons of dollars on paying for bad police officers. Mm -hmm. We're, we're, We're paying tons of dollars for all of these things that 
really should be going to those communities that need the most help. We really should be having a conversation about those people who are in political offices, uh, who are making salaries, especially the city council, who make over 100000 plus, that they should be taking furloughs as well Absolutely. and donating some of their money. Well, like some of them are. Really, of them are. Like we really need to be having beyond, those hard conversations. They are doing it. They are doing it. No, they're not. Yeah. We'll name one person they that you know. They are doing it. I'm not going to name anybody. Okay, I know you're doing. not. Go ahead. Even beyond Go ahead, the furlough, <laughs> why aren't we revisiting what the salary is in the first place? There would be a lot less to cut if, if people made less. Yeah. yeah no, but I, know, I, I, I just don't get it. I'm not, I know, I I'm not saying I'm the I'm smartest. Sure I'm just asking a simple saying. question. Well, I know saying. what you're saying, but you cannot tell no person, a business person or whatever, how much money they're allowed to make. But That's you can socialist. absolutely but no. you absolutely can tell a person who in you voted into office, office exactly. how much their salary should exactly. be. Yeah, well, the the average, and the they only spend like $250,000. Oh, my God. And they spend less than so much time in the office. The president being a, about Being a damn alderman, that's a part-time job yeah. at a six-figure salary. I don't. I, w- I really would love to see an the alderman. The job is hard, Kendall. I would not care. Uh, the president's job is hard. Well, all right. You got to talk about the budget. I'm not going to go there with you. But I will, I will, I would ask, I would humbly implore one of the aldermen to raise their hand and say, you know what? I feel Mayor Lori Lightfoot. I'm going to take five furlough days. But they have done that. They're doing that. Time out, Will. I asked you to name somebody. You couldn't. I'm not going to name I know you're not. (laughs) And that's what the problem is. We asked Trump the same thing, but we got a problem with Trump can't answer it, right. but your ass can't answer it. <laughs> and it's okay. playing with me, man. I, I do this for a living, not just to, for play. I know, but they're Here doing is the that. point, but here's the point. The point, those who are, that's why the fair tax, right? Okay. The fair tax. Okay. We The fair tax, everybody should vote yes for that because you have 2 to 3 to 4%. Of the state of Illinois, who are billionaires and millionaires, make it fair. Let them put some money into the pot. You got to you. So hold on, hold on. Let me let me let me finish this little. Let me finish this little 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 tick. Okay. And then we'll have that because you still ain't answered none of my questions. (laughs) You got a, a a person who's a crossing guard. Okay. A crossing guard. Okay. Or a teacher's aide paying as much tax. As a billionaire or a millionaire here in the state of Illinois, as much tax. That just seems. And they're not paying as much tax. No, no. no. Will they're they're paying the same amount? You can't. No. Look, men lie. Women paying the same percentage. It does. Does do the math. The ten percent of a million dollars is not the same. Well, do the math. Come on, man. Okay, so ten percent of a million dollars isn't the same as ten percent of forty. But if I only have, because we're playing, if I only have forty thousand dollars, that ten percent gonna hit me a lot harder than a millionaire's would. You have to be kidding me. It's common sense that it should be a sliding scale. You gotta have you you you. You gotta vote yes Let me on say that. This. That's I common sense. You I have to vote yes. Oh, everybody! The billionaires are paying uh, billions of dollars to run these ads to tell people would to you vote like to be no. A billionaire? I absolutely would. What and about guess you, Nella? And would guess you like what else? Where I would I like, like to do, to Will? Can I tell you how much guess, you need to spend? Guess, guess, guess how much? Yeah, guess, guess what I would say, right Will? If I make that much money, okay. Because I am, I am, I am a God fearing, universe fearing, fair person. Yeah. 
I need to own up to how much money I am fleecing you out of. We have had over four to five governors go to prison. Mm-hmm. Blagojevich is the last one, and now he out telling you to vote for <laughs> Willie Wilson. We done had them go to prison. I, don't, I ain't going to tell you how many aldermen we had go to prison. <laughs> Hell, just, shit, I ain't got to tell you because you know that. This is, just, this is what you do because okay. they're making money. Mm-hmm. If, yeah, if I had that much money, I absolutely feel that I'm obligated to pay my fair share of taxes. It does not make sense. But if you I would feel that million, you're obligated, right? I think everybody. That's how you would feel. We need to rein it That's back in. That's how you would feel. We, we need to rein it back in, If that Will. was the standard all along, then there'd we be no opposition. We need to rein it back in. Uh, you know, here's the thing. We need you to rein it back you in. Could, you know, and I'm not saying whether I'm for and against, because it's it's a hard decision to make. It's I am thing. for. But here's the thing. And I'm when making that very clear. you sit here and tell everybody. Vote yes. you tell somebody that they make more, they have to pay more taxes because they make more money, all they'll do if they have a business is they're going to charge you more. They're going to charge But they're already doing that. goods and services. And they're going to charge you more and more. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have more. I gotta go to break. They have to because you don't know their books, you don't know their ledgers, you don't know what they have to pay. But then guess what? what Now that's a business expense. I I, I gotta go to break, folks, but Will, to your point. Yes. They're already charging the employees. Mm -hmm. And they write that shit off. Yep. On their taxes. And make more money. It's a Kendall Moore show, man. Take me to break. He's the new kid on the block. He's got the weekends on lock. Kendall Moore, radio for the next generation. On the Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. It's the Kendall Moore Show. Make sure that you guys are checking us out on Facebook Live. We always are arguing yeah, offline. We don't always agree with one another, Will but we love each other. See, I, I don't next. make two hundred and fifty thousand, dude. Will, so let me can I, can I finish saying where, where they can watch us at? That, okay, you Will should be for it. But just think neck. about no, just think All right, about five nine one sixteen ninety is the number. <laughs> you want you can check somebody us out on the Facebook you, uh, Kendall Moore Show Live on the Facebook page. And you of want course, somebody to tell you how much we're streaming at VON.com as well. Check us out on Vine TV You've been blessed and you've been lucky enough. God Grab has blessed you to, to, to make a lot of money. And they're saying, no, you make more money. You got to pay more. I'm like, okay, but that should be their choice. I don't know. At the same thing, time, the more resources that you have, when your income is more, you have more businesses, you have more revenues coming in, you have more write-offs. Let me finish my I thought. I agree with you. So when you have, when you have that much 
you have more opportunities to keep what you have. The average person working at Walmart can't write off all that but stuff. But is it morally they, right for you to tell they don't the person even, that they're wrong for, for, for making it's more? Not about, for it's, it's, more. Not about, it's, it's not, not about, about right or wrong for making more. Will, they was it moral for slave owners to have slaves, man? We're not man. talking about slaves, man. But we, we are slaves. Black people man. who don't know any better, they are <laughs> slaves. <laughs> Black people who tell we other black people to, blo- to vote for black people who don't have right. their best interest exactly. at heart, they're slaves. Exactly. Bro, they are. They're slaves, man. Exactly. Will, you, you got a little education. I got a little thought. education. It requires thought. Did you That's know, you got some, I, I got to, some. Yeah. Beretta, you, you, yeah. you know, we are, University of Illinois, DePaul, Western Illinois University, right? So, yeah, we, we, we know something. We know but the, but the average person. What about the average grandma and uh, you know her Medicaid Part D? Abraham Lincoln uh, educated himself. Here we go. See what I'm saying, <laughs> man. Find out one. You know what? I'm not doing this with you tonight. Did you Will. know that? I am not doing this with he you. He didn't go to no tonight. college. Listen, I want to let you guys know that uh, the election is less than uh, almost uh, 11 days away, and I, I want to make sure that you visit my website. It's the Kendall Kendall Moore Show. Dot com. That's my website, KendallMoreShow.com, as well as Facebook Live page, which is the Kendall D. Moore Show uh, on Facebook Live. I, you know, you don't have to listen to me, and I'm not asking you to because I, I have no horse in this race. But what I am going to do, I am very, I'm humble, and I believe in our people. Uh, my wife will tell you, uh, I give away more than I make. And this election is not just about the president, but it's about everything that's going on in all of the states. And I will definitely share with you who I feel, uh, let you know some of the people that I am voting for, and more specifically, the judges as well. Because the judges are very important, going back to what we were talking about with Joe Biden and Bill Clinton. In the meantime... As will look the first look black into, president, Bill Clinton. Oh my! God. I'm not even gonna Stop say that. that. No, some people would argue with me about that. Stop that. So here's the thing, though. Big shout to uh, Congressman Danny K. Davis. Big shout to uh, 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 Congressman Danny K. Davis. Want to say that? Um, I respect him tremendously. Big shout to my soror. <laughs> I'm gonna bust you out in a minute, but you, my man. I'm yeah, I, it's time to replace him. I get it, but right now we need to vote for him. Uh, uh, okay. State Senator uh, Kimberly Lightfoot. <laughs> All Absolutely. Right. You know, LaShawn, my boy, as well. Hey, man, shout out to my boy, uh, Jahario Omar Williams, state representative of the 10th District. You know what, Will? He you will always, be on next week. Are you always talking about him? We're bringing That's him right. on the show. That's right. We're That's bringing right. him on the show. That's my man. He all right. He all right with me. <laughs> I'm going to make sure, I'm gonna make sure I that I... I don't care. Call in. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I'm going to make sure He's I get right to him. He's all right with me. I'm, well, I'm going to make sure... That I get to him. I don't him. care. Come get me. Camille Lilly, I, I rock with Camille. Camille Lilly? That's my girl. That's right. Always. Mad love. And listen, I, you know, Kim Fox. Kim Fox. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm trying to tell you Walter right Burnett. Now. I rocks with Walter Burnett. I don't care. I don't care. Shout out to Walter Burnett. Will, 27th Ward, Alderman. Why are you so aggressive right now? You are very aggressive, <laughs> I'm going to say it. <laughs> call in, call in, come get me. <laughs> See, I know some things y'all don't know. That's a good man. Hey, right listen, there. I don't want to get in your business. That's a good do, man. Do not right want there. to get in your business. Big shout also to state representative from the 9th district, uh, Lakeisha Collins. 
want to make sure that I got that in as well. All right, so it's a lot more. Next week we're going to be talking about this, these politics. How about that? I love all my West Side elected officials, okay? I love and respect everybody. Well, we're going to revoke your West Side. You know know I'm a West Side guy. Put down your political swords. Oh, man. Let us work together. Let us come together and be one. To all all my guys on the West Side, (laughs) we're going to get Will to pass tonight. Somebody come save me from West Side Will today. (laughs) Will is Eddie, how you doing, man? <laughs> Yo. Will, you clowning, man. Brother Eddie, how you doing? Hey, Kendall, how you feel? Will and, and uh, what up, what up? Feel? Uh, peace right. and How you doing? All yeah. right, man. Thank you. Fantastic. Uh let me I'm okay, I want to really talk about the election, but uh, let me let me uh answer your question, Kendall. This is really not complicated. It's, it it really isn't. What has to happen is the same thing that happened during the last Great Depression in the 30s with, uh, with uh, Roosevelt. They got to pass a new deal. A new new deal. I agree. Major cash cash infusion that goes from down from the federal level into all the states, into the hands of households, businesses, and people that have neither. It's not that simple, and we have enough money to do it. We just don't have the will to do it because of greed and corruption. That's why this always happens is because of greed and corruption, because the money has always been there. We never talk about the money that the politicians are stealing. We just let that act like that don't even factor into the budget. Mm. So, I mean, that's just being real. Now, on the election piece, uh, I did. here's what I did. I voted for Willie Wilson and Kim Fox, and I shut it down. Mm. I refused. Donald Trump did not deserve my vote. Then I earned my vote, and... And what did you do on the judges, though? Let me ask you that. So you didn't vote for anybody? That, well, that, let, that let is very... Answer. Eddie, I'm, hold I'm on, Will. Let me ask this question. Eddie, what about the judges? Yeah. Because judges are very important. What you do on the judges? Okay, so what I can tell you is that I'm ignorant when it comes to judges. So uh, go to my judges. Facebook page. I'm going to post it. I already voted. I, already I know, voted. I know you I'm did, but I'm telling everybody else, because everybody don't know about judges. Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah, so I'm being honest. Now... This is my problem with us, man, as black people. Um, and Will, you even you even uh, articulated it. You, we we always give our allegiance to the Democrats, and then the the next thing after the election, we scratching our head why we're not getting what we put into that party. Yep. Will, you said it yourself. Yeah. If if the Democrats do something specifically for us. All the rest of the Democrats are going to have a problem with us getting getting something over them, but they have no problem with getting something over us. Right. Eddie, so Eddie, 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 stay right there. We got to take a break. We got to go to the top of the hour. Eddie, I'm coming right back to you. Kendall Moore on the Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. Yesterday, add more to today, add more to today. Time to add more 
Make sure that you're checking us out on Facebook Live. Kendall D. Moore Show, Facebook Live. All right, so, I mean, do we change the subject or do we take all the rest of these callers right <laughs> take, now? Kendall, they've been waiting. Yeah, let's, I don't know what they've been waiting. We, 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 we got cussed out. because we, we sure? Yeah, could, yeah. All right. Some of the calls and then They've been holding on. Let's see they what's been happening. They've waiting for a while. Yeah, let's go to... Look, man. Let's go to David. We out there. David, what up? Hello, Mr. Moore. Uh, peace. Yeah, I've been waiting a long time. I, uh, I think most of, most of the uh, United States have forgotten about the the, the, uh, the real the, a lot of the voters, the truck drivers. Ooh. Every truck driver I know. Ooh. Every truck driver I know. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yep. Go, yep. go ahead, go, go, go. Okay, I'm a, I'm a displaced aircraft engineer, retired out of IIT. Oh wow. Okay, I gross about. Two to three hundred thousand dollars a year driving on a truck over the road. Got it. They'll never. Okay, blacks have been blacks have just been displaced. You will not see a black person work construction in the, in the north. It's always down south. But the truck drivers, every truck stop I go to, I got a little one in Utah uh, tomorrow. Every one of them is voting for Trump. Not the fact that they mm, like him. David, why? Tell me why. Because basically, under Clinton, Bush, and Obama. And you heard it last night. And I said the they same shit put, today. Go ahead. Yeah, they put they put they put the black man at the back of the the back of the damn crew. That's what the problem okay. is. Okay, they talk about immigration. That's like Mama D said. You know, uh, Mama D is a very wise woman. Everything they talk about is for everybody but us. Now, I agree. My races, are, my races are better than your races. And I'm saying to say this: it's the lesser of two evils. This man. Uh, if you run the border the way I do, meaning Mexico and the Canadian borders, and uh, in and out of these different places, and you realize, like under Clinton, the NAFTA, it was all about NAFTA. I took all that stuff down there to the Mexican border. Mm. And when, when you say that stuff, what are you talking about specifically? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry bro. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I meant to say the freight. Okay. Everything from okay. everything, in your, everything in your back toys, it didn't matter. It all went down to Mexico. All the all go by truck went by truck. Back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. Got it. No, 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 no. One way trip, like a, like a Ross Obama. Well, not Ross, uh, but uh, Ross, 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 Ross. Uh, what was his name? Ross. Yeah. Said it's gonna be a big sucking sound at the border. That's your jobs leaving. We took all that stuff down there, and when Clinton got out of office, we didn't have work. Hmm. I mean, I, I, our paychecks dropped dramatically. They were using the Mexicans to come across from uh, Mexico to drive. Up to Chicago. You know, I'd be preaching to the choir when I tell you, you already know what they're doing with that, right? 
What did you say now? I, didn't I hear said you, I would be preaching to the choir because you already know what they're doing with that, right? No, but what? I mean, what, what, what? Drivers and what? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah they try to, they try, they try to replace us. They are undercutting y'all, and they are replacing you. I yeah, go ahead. Well, and, and so only trying the local to, trying to, trying oh, no. to. Oh, oh, only the local. See, the big money is, is in when you see these guys hauling these bulldozers. I haul high dollar. I mean, everything from you name it, cell phones, uh, stuff that's gonna gross a lot of money for the company. Okay. Uh, Procter and Gamble and Washington Powder stuff like that's called cheap freight. Okay, they throw that uh, when you got these like Nancy Pelosi and um, uh, uh, Lori Lightfoot, who I don't care much for. The rest, uh, that whole group from Rom from Rom Emanuel on down, all of them talking about immigrants, 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 and and they work like you said, they cut the rates. And so since Trump took over and closed that border up, I'm making a killing. I I haven't been home in months. Damn, David, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, slow down, slow down, man. Are you, are you, because he was talking about that last night. Hmm. He said he what? shut the border down. He said, you know, yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, he shut it, and then, here's what you don't know. Before he shut it down, when COVID hit, the Mexican government shut it down. We couldn't even go down there. Yep. They shut it down the minute that. it hit. He was shut it down anyway. Goes back to a point that I'm making. Go ahead, go ahead, David. I'm, let me get yeah, go so, ahead, go ahead. So, so once he shut the border down, uh, we what we're getting the rates went up. In some cases, depending on what you're hauling, it's like the job you got. Uh, you're gonna make more money in certain categories and certain job classifications than a guy flipping burgers. <laughs> it's the same way out here. Wow. If you want to be home every night, when I was working the air, when I worked the airlines, I was working the airlines uh, for a long time. I made a killing back and forth to Japan. David, so here's my question, though, real quick. Let me interject, though. Go ahead. So are we saying that he can be a racist and, and say everything bad about black people, but if you're making money, then here's you, the, you, you're, you're okay with that? Let me touch off that right quick, bro. Okay. Here's the deal. Name me one. I'm a older than you. Okay. I'm a lot older than you, I guess. I'm 61. Name me one president that you can remember, including Obama. It, that's not a racist and has done something for black people. Even even when Johnson gave King that deal, he betrayed him later on by killing him. Yeah. But we're, we're saying okay. the same thing with that, though. I get that. Yeah. So, 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 so the only thing I'm saying is this. I don't like neither one of them. Because Kamala Harris uh, made a statement uh, when that kid was gunned down in her. I was in California. Gunned down in, in his grandmother's backyard, shot 22 times in his back, holding a cell phone. She said she wasn't going to prosecute a, a police officer. And she didn't. So all of them on the same page with that. Right, David. But so, so so when you say that about Kamala, I will say the same thing about Trump when it came to what happened in Oh, yeah. Uh, no, no, bro, you see what I'm I, saying? I, like, we, you know, I think what we're – so to your point. Only, uh, don't, don't, don't think I'm saying is this. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly, but as black people, like I say, I hold a degree in engineering, uh, aeronautical, aerospace, but here's the deal. You adapt, you adjust, and overcome. You can't sit up here talking about what you're not going to do. I've had jobs from the cotton field to the uh, aircraft plant. Yeah, I, I do what I got to do. But the thing is, like like, like your brother said a minute ago, you got to feed your family. Now, am I going to sit up here? Yes, you and, do. Uh, okay, now Joe talking about the minute he get elected, he's going to make every one of these illegals uh, a citizen. 
okay, they're already in, in the place. You can't get, we got brothers who got, uh, I know got plenty of people that got uh, degrees, not degrees, but certificates in carpentry and can't get, can't get into the union. But they, but they're let a Mexican in here. I'm not mad at my Mexican brothers. But, fact, I'm, I'm mad at the ones that displace us and keep us in that position of fighting amongst ourselves. Got it. David, thank you very much. I certainly appreciate that. So here's the thing, though, with that. And, you know, it's, and it's, Trump is not the one that we we're gonna that you should be going with because you're gonna make more money, right. and that is the whole conversation. And I get that, and I respect it. Listen, the simple part of it is, if I make enough money that I am not going to be impacted by, depending on what the president is, I don't have a horse in the race. Ice Cube opened up his mouth. And Cube said what he had to say. Uh, 50 Cent opened up his mouth. If it doesn't impact you, and I get that, but at some point, you have to go down the list and check a box to say, this is why. This is why. Back to the Clinton era. One in three are still on probation, prison, or parole. Michael Jordan himself even was making money on a prison. No, that's not the same Michael Jordan. That was a different person. No, 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 it is. It's not uh, It's not the MJ the with the shoes. That Michael Jordan is a white guy. You can look no. it up. Somebody All right, thank you for checking me, Will. That. Somebody confused that, and I was like, no, and then I looked it up. It's a white man named Michael Jordan. First thing they say is, okay, this must be Michael me, Jordan right, with the basketball. Right, thank no, you it's the, not. He ain't invested I in I still no think presence. it is, but let me retract that. I'm sorry so, about so that. So we, we ain't going to argue about that. <laughs> the point that I am making, nonetheless, though, is it doesn't, and that's, what, and, and, and that's what the quandary is right now when it comes to black people. Right. And we all make money off of chaos. We get invited on uh, TV to make comments about who you should vote for. and that We all make money off of the chaos of black people. Mm-hmm. Period, point blank. That's the end. Boom, I could drop the mic and the story, which is why I even got a goddamn show. Well, Kendall, let me just say this really quick before you go to the next caller. Uh, the Hill, one of my favorite uh, online magazines I like to read, October 21st, they did hint and I'm looking at it right now, that uh, the pollsters predicted, and this is the Hill, it comes out of Washington, that there is a predominantly missing hidden vote. Trump says there's a hidden vote. Who is that, Will? Uh, Trump. He says... That I said, who, who, who's the hidden vote? Uh, they, they didn't say what it was. He's, he's already talked to white but, women. But what I'm saying is the Hill... Is, is a legitimate paper. It comes out of Washington. If no, you know, I, I don't disagree with you and, and on it, but I'm saying but who's the hidden exactly vote? They didn't exactly say what it was. They, didn't say, they, they just said that there's a hidden vote that nobody is thinking about. And I'm just wondering, you know, uh, he's talking about the truck drivers and all of that stuff. You never know what's going on. It could be. It's That's one of the most powerful. In getting people I elected. Think that the, in nobody, the right. Nobody thought the white women alone were going to elect. Uh, President Trump, yet they did, and then they had the Women's March. No, so, so when it came to uh, white suburban women, right? white women don't like white women, and that's why Hillary lost. I'm going to tell you that, period, point blank. We have Kamala now, and the sisters, I don't care who they are, they're going to make sure that they get out and vote right. for Kamala. When it came to Hillary, she lost because white girls, they hate white girls. 
they hate each other. The same way white men hate white men. Which is why you saw Joe Biden and President Trump doing what they do. Which is why President Obama was the anomaly. Anyway, let's get to the next call. Will, you're looking at me like you don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I am, te- saying. I am like telling it. you the truth, bro. Okay. Eddie, how are you? Welcome to the Kendall Moore Show. Hey, it's me. Just finished. Man, you took me on hold for a second. Okay. Let me come back up to the break. All right. Yeah. So, okay. So, at the end of the day, man, all I'm saying is I wish we could just be honest. Both parties are full of it. This country was not intended for us to thrive. We give our allegiance to one side. and But when it comes to Donald Trump, I don't. I, I challenge anybody. Joe Biden has damaged our community. Donald Trump has not. And what Joe Biden did with that crime bill was not only unforgivable, it was also racist. And if we were any other group of people, if a black politician did that to any other ethnic group, there is no way in hell they would consider making him the next president of the United States. Eddie, but here's the thing, though. Eddie, 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 here's the thing. So Trump, before he became president, I mean, there's a couple of books. Eddie, are you still with me? Yes, sir. All right. Will, let me go to you. Yeah. Will, have you, did you read, you know, when it came to I'm what here. happened, when, when, it, when it came to happen with, with the brothers out in, in New York, uh-huh. um, you know, the, 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 uh, the five, the Central the Park Central five. Park, the Central Park five. Uh-huh. And then the Trump came out with a book and Trump, you know, he explicitly mm-hmm. talked about how his disdain basically for black people. But and he I, said, I'm not sure which anybody book that was. Said, I don't know which book that was. But, but I, nonetheless, though, he did that, though. He did Kendall, that. I so I, 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 I just, I, the argument, I'm not moved by the argument, though. Right. I'm not. Oh, wait, Kendall. Yeah, Kendall, go can ahead. I say this? Yeah. This is the only thing I'm saying. What is worse, brother? Real talk. Okay. Hearing about getting shot in the face or getting shot in the face? Trump can talk all he want to talk. He's never held an office until three years ago. Joe Biden has been enacting policies for over 40 years. He was a part of, he, was, he voted against us for the segregate, uh, integration of us through busing. He's not just a no-crime bill, but, and then he ended talking about ripping all these uh, Latino families apart. Well, what about all the black families that ripped apart because of the no-crime bill? What happened to all them kids that had to fend for themselves after their mom and daddy was raped out? And here's the, here's the cake, here's the cherry on it. His son was a drug addict. He didn't lock his son up for being a drug addict, did he? I, That's all I'm saying, man. Eddie, Eddie, stay right here, because I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the conversation. Go on, so, Eddie. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> no, Just so, keeping it 100. No, Eddie, and, and I'm glad that you are keeping it 100, but here's the part about that, though. So Trump, whether he's a politician or not, he got enough money to influence the courts and, and, and support anybody that he wants to to ensure that anybody who is of an African-American or a Latinx descent, that they go to prison and or jail. The other part but, of it, that, hold on, Eddie, because I didn't interrupt you and I let you talk. No, no, so, go ahead, I'm sorry. So let me, let me finish. So he didn't have to be a politician for the last 30 years. But when it comes to being a slumlord, when it comes to dodging your taxes, when it comes to, uh, you know, the Central Park Five, when it comes to you really opening your mouth to tell people who you really are, I, I really, truly have an issue with that. You can say what you want to say. Once he got into office, then he truly showed his true colors. So after, before he got into office, he didn't say any of those things, but he's on record and on the docket of not supporting 
African American. Man, Trump done did, has done so much against black people outside of him being in office. When he talks about Joe Biden being in office for so long, again, we go back to the equalizer, which is the lesser of the two evils. And I'm going to tell you this, Eddie, and then I'm going to let you go. Real talk, I respect what you said, but I'm going to tell you, Trump is diabolical. Thank you for your call. Let's go to uh, Dino. Dino, how you doing? Welcome to the Kendall Moore Show. Hey, Kendall. Greetings to you and your crew. Peace. Uh, you know, Kendall, we're such hypocrites. Uh, number 45, uh, the Trump and Z's, like Perry Small refers them to as, they don't even seem to look at all the comments that the, like the Central Park Five, none of that matters. Uh, David talks about his truck driver job and making out like a fat cat. Well, all of us should be truck drivers, but that's not the case. Uh, so don't blame the Mexicans for coming over because they're not in the HR department. They don't hire themselves. Mm. Blame the people who hire them. And why did they hire them? Because they're working for cheap. Everybody wants everything cheap, right? So I say we're just hypocritical about the whole thing, all of us. As far as Biden is concerned, Biden was a reaction to the crack epidemic when all us black people complained about our grandmothers getting robbed by grandchildren and beating them up, et cetera, et cetera. So it's just wasn't his idea alone. He went along with it because people, black people, demanded some action. I don't know why we don't really get over that and, and be more informed. Got it. Uh, Dino, Dino like I'm, I'm losing, I'm losing. This is uh, the United States of America. Dino, Dino, I'm sorry. I, I have to cut you off because you're not, you're not laudable. We, we, we can't hear you. Clearly. All right, it's uh, 20 mi- 29 minutes after the hour. We got a, we got a bank full of calls uh, per use, uh, but we got to take a break. Uh, Will. Hey, Bill Clinton. Beretta. I just want to know, where was all this fervor against Biden when he was running as vice president? Oh, it was, I, I want to know where is all the fervor. There was fervor there, but the thing is he, he was running against other people in the debates. It was, he wasn't solid yet. And now, you know, people are, are researching more because most people don't start to get serious to the last 60 days of a campaign. Which is horrible. Uh, which is, really, which means that we start doing we're going to research to the last 60, 30 We days. will quantify 30, that days. black people are always yeah. late. Yeah. All right. It's the Kendall Moore Show. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, Yeah, he said it. What? I thought you knew. Don't you dare touch that dial. It's Kendall Moore, radio for the next generation. On the Talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. I used to let the mic smoke, now I slam it when I'm done and make sure it's broke. When I'm going, no one gets on, cause I won't let nobody press up and mess up the scene I set. I like to stand in a crowd, and watch the people wonder, damn, but think about it, then you understand. I'm just an addict, addicted to music, maybe it's a habit, I gotta use it. Even if it's jazz or the quiet storm, I hook a beat up, convert it into hip-hop form. Write a rhyme and graffiti in every show you see me in, deep concentration, cause I'm no comedian. Jokers are wild, if you won't be tame, I treat you 
like a child, then you're gonna be named another enemy, not even a friend of me. Cause you'll get fried in the end when you pretend to be competing. Cause I just put your mind on pause and I complete when you compare my mind with yours. I wake you up and as I stare in your face, you seem stunned. Remember me, the one you got your idea from. But soon you start to suffer, the tuna get rougher when you start to stutter. That's when you had enough of fighting, it'll make you choke. You can't provoke, you can't cope. You should have broke because I ain't no joke. Broke. Years old, man. All right, 32 minutes after the Who's five years old, Will? Five years old. What, when that came Beretta? out? Five years old. Probably younger than that. I She's a bob- baby. I just bob my head. <laughs> She's a baby. We are 1690 AM, WVON, 591-1690. That is the number. It's the Kendall Moore Show. Make sure that you are checking us out. Instagram, it's uh, the Kendall Moore Show. In addition to that, uh, Facebook Live, we're doing the Kendall D. Moore Show. What's that, Will? What up, what up? Now the Beretta. What's the D stand for, man? What's the D stand for? (laughs) That sounds like a bad joke. Diabolical. (laughs) I think not. Do not, do not. What's the D stand for, man? What's the D stand for? Do not encourage me. What's the D stand for, dog? Hey, listen. Dog. There it is, right there. There there, there it is. Dog. I I saved them and I didn't even realize. Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Westside Will. All right. right, Listen, folks, uh, next week we we have a terrific show in store for you. We're talking uh, all politics next week. Yep. Um, It's crunch time. Well, some of that. Nonetheless, though. Beretta, uh, Westside Will, uh, you know, we're doing our thing next week Absolutely. when it comes to this. I want to do one thing and make sure that everyone that everyone votes. All right? Let's do that. 591-1690. That is the number to connect. What are we doing? Are we going to the callers? Uh, or no, let's go to the callers and then we no, can talk about. So here's the thing, though. I, I need to ask Beretta this question because she's yes. just been chilling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beretta. Your opinion when it comes to, like, what really, in your opinion, how are we looking, black people in this country? Um, uh, President Obama said, this is not the time to take our foot off of the gas. Did we ever have a foot on the gas, though? Phil. That's the thing. Phil. I think the first step is for black people to stop thinking that the Democratic Party is the black party. I feel that. The Democratic Party is not the Black Party. The Democratic Party is the Black Party. It's not the Black Party. It's the Democratic Party. If you want a Black Party, you need to create a Black Party. But we need another party. We need something else. But we really need. another I feel like Black people vote Democrat because it's Democrat. Say that again. I feel like Black people vote Democrat because it's Democrat. What are the policies in place that are good for you and your community? Don't just vote Democrat because it's Democrat. It's not the Black Party. We, if we could just, like, cancel out that whole mindset and start from scratch, that would be a great place to start. And then I also feel like the Democrats set us up with this candidate. Well, who was the person who said we're going to have these black people voting for the next 200 years as Democrats? Well, that was Lyndon B. Johnson. And he was, was so correct. He signed the Civil Rights Bill, which was, which was very historic. Imagine if you had to go to the bathroom, Kendall, and you couldn't use the bathroom, but it was one right in front of you, and you had to go into the, in the bushes instead. Huh? Can you imagine that? Imagine if you was thirsty and sweating and you needed a drink of water, but you couldn't drink from the water fountain that was working, which said white, but, and the other one that said black or whatever was busted. Imagine that. You know, I understand that people say civil rights set us back. It, it 
it set us back, but it was on our it end. It did not set because us back. You, you, listen it to, didn't work the way it was this. supposed it, to. It, it would have, but here's the thing. We gave our power over to other people. We figured that the civil rights was going to make us equal uh, uh, morally. And it did not. Who, okay, who, so who are the we who gave their power away? I wasn't. At you have business owners who who we own businesses and everything back then, but their kids who got educated, they decided. Well, rather than me work for my father's store, I would go work for this bigger store. I don't know. It was probably just the the. And, and it happened like that all over when it comes to black business, and and I guess it was just a. The attraction to that, for some reason, we didn't realize that a law, even though a law gets put in place, people don't necessarily follow the law. And just because and a law gets put in place law. doesn't mean they did it because it's in your best but, interest. But they did it because it's in their best interest. So, in, yeah, so, well. so just because a law was passed doesn't mean that they did it because they like you as a black person. Yeah, which and, is the and, same and, reason and why I, I was offended. And offended is not even the right word, but that's the same reason I was taken aback by what Trump said, that talking about he did more for us since Lincoln. Since Lincoln didn't Abraham care about black let people. Let me clear this up that really was a political clear. move. A lot of us think that Lincoln freed the slaves because he felt like the slaves need to be free. Are you clearing it up for a Trump or no? A no, no, no. I'm trying so to. So black people don't know this. I got to take us. A lot of us don't. A lot of us don't. Wow. The, the Civil War was not fought over slavery. It was fought over Western expansion. You see, they were trying to the state. The, the country was divided between the North and the South. It was actually two countries in a sense. So what was happening is they were trying to decide who was going to go to Texas, who was going to expand out in Texas. So what? What the first thing that Lincoln had to do was they had to shut down the economy. Exactly. The economy in the South was cotton. If I free the slaves now, they have exactly. no way to pick the cotton. Their economy gets destroyed. He didn't free you because he wants you to be free. He freed you because he needed to break move. down the, exactly. Okay. So they could move west to to Texas, to Colorado, to Wyoming, and that's what they eventually did. And so and let's we joined the cavalry after we got freed. And what did we do? We went out there. We were Buffalo soldiers, and we have a history too as African Americans trying to prove ourselves in this country. We have a history too. Thank you, Will. So really, you, well, you, 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 you just stole my thunder. Oh, I'm sorry. You are, no, 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 no. You stole my thunder. Hold on, Beretta. Okay. You stole my thunder because we absolutely and we continue to do it, which is why I go back to what Beretta is saying. Mm -hmm. We need a separate party. What this election and what Trump has done has he's shown us, or the antics have showed us, that we're not monolithic. We just don't like what he's doing. Mm. Black people were always Republicans. When we were able to vote, we were Republicans. Hold on, Will, exactly. I just heard you, Will. Exactly. And I know you're a historian, and you're going yeah. to check me when I'm wrong. No, I'm not going to check you, brother. No, no, I'm saying it in a good way, Will. Come All on, right. man, you know, you come on, Westside. But right. you, you, you get the point that I'm saying. And that's why I ask you the original question, which is why black people always feel that they have to vote Democratic. That is wrong because they think that they have us in their pockets and we lose all the time. I and I will say this yet again, this time around, mm -hmm. this time around, the only reason that I am voting for Biden is because Trump is an overt racist. That's the only reason. 
But they think that because I'm black, I'm supposed to vote Democratic, which is why I am an independent. Mm-hmm. I don't, we're not monolithic, man. That's all that I am saying. And that's what many of the voters are saying. But this is not the time for them to to stand up and finally say, you know what, enough is enough. We didn't do that. That's what Tavis Smiley and and, and other people, when they were talking about that with uh, Barack Obama. Mm. And then they got shut down. You don't even hear from them anymore. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because you're not supposed to talk against the machine, which is why... Lori Lightfoot is the mayor of the city of Chicago. She went against the machine. Like, yeah, I have some of her values and principles, but no, I'm not rolling with that. No, we not. Democrats expect us to fall in line. Every time. Step by step. Who's the Martin? Step <laughs> by step. By step. Inch by inch. <laughs> Slowly <Stop>. No. <laughs> We're not monolithic in that point. Wrong is wrong. Republicans and both Democrats, they do wrong. They take us for granted. Other cultures, they jump over us. They get better. Listen, I was listening to uh, Chewy Garcia today on uh, Fox 32. Mm-hmm. And I tell you. If I if 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 I, if I almost did not throw up with that man talking, knowing that he's going to run a candidate against uh, Lori Lightfoot, but people we 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 don't think that far ahead. You do though, because we called it months ago. We've been said that yeah. about him, and you got all of these aldermen who are becoming non-African American, and all of the gerrymandering that's going on, and we talk about very simple, simplistic things when it comes to black people. We need jobs. God damn it, we've been talking about we've been, we've been needing jobs since I've been able to read. And we ain't got no jobs. And we send our kids to school. And then they stopped scholarships here in the state of Illinois because it was a black person who got caught giving one of uh, their cousins or one of their kids a scholarship to the University of Illinois. But the Latinos get, get, a, get a chance to do it. Right. What am I talking about? I am talking about true politics at its root. Black People who are in power have to do better. I promise you they do. They're making money, but they have to do better in bringing up younger people and getting them involved in the process. Because all you have right now are people who are unemployed. Right. And they do not have education. Mm -hmm. So and all well, you do is tell them to vote for this person. I want to stay. I want to stay in, in in office. Listen, Will. Let me ask you this question because you are the historian. You 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 got you. I know some You're things. smarter than me there, on this. No, no. Well, yes, you are. There's no such yes, thing as being you smart. Are. And, and you know what? Everybody knows something. A person who is intelligent you're knows than me about the radio. radio. If you're smarter, you're smarter than, than me about the radio, oh, then hell yeah, Will. Ego stroke right now. No, it's the truth. I'm not Will. You know better than I do because you run campaigns. Okay. Will, the average person who is voting, uh-huh. they have no idea who they voting for. You get Ray Ray and Pookie off the block. Man, I'm going to give you a, I'm about to say, you know, I'm going to give you a gift card. I'm going to give you a turkey or a grandma. Make sure grandma vote for this person. It only, hold on, let me finish. In a ward, in a specific ward here in the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. hell, sometimes it only takes 700 people to vote for you. Everybody else ain't going to vote. 
Yeah. And it's 3,200 people in your ward. Mm-hmm. Or oh, it's 45,000 people in your ward. Here's the thing. And with 700 that. vote. And you win. Right. It's it's six. They say it's Stop date, it. sixty million people. Come on, Here's the thing. man. They say to date it's almost sixty million people that have voted, but it's almost three hundred. No, I'm talking about Chicago right no, now. No, but man. I'm just saying it's almost three hundred million in the country. So the thing is, that's a very low number. Period. And and and, and how? But the point and, that I was just making. Things are though. big, so as they are small. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I totally understand. It's just you have to start getting people involved. And I want to go. I want to say something that we talked about last week, and something you just mentioned. If you have any type of organization, if it's a business association, if it's a civic organization, you need to have you a junior organization with that. You you need to have children involved. Your kids have a junior organization because they are the future. They are the very people who are, potentially can be persuaded to vote or to take drugs and and you you know what I'm saying or not take drugs but you have to have a you have Hello, to have I'm a confused. smaller Vote this is what drugs. I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I'm trying to make sense. I'm gonna take the if drugs. You have a, <laughs> if you have a, no, no, if you have a, a association or some type of non-for-profit, you should have a junior component with that. Non-profits are irrelevant to me now. But this is what I'm saying. I'm though. a very progressive dude. You talk about getting young people involved. That's how you get them involved. You need when to be was, talking to them. I was part of the West Side. You need w- to be hiring them. NAACP. I still am. They have junior component. They have a, a junior West Side. W- uh, NAACP. But the people who are over there are doing the same, the, the very same thing that they, your your, sen- they your grow senators, your senators. This is what I'm saying. This is the point I'm trying to make. They grow them into being responsible voters and, and, and responsible civically so that they can vote. So what I'm saying is if you have an association, a non-for-profit, get a junior association so that you can grow people into those roles as well and they can be your next civic and community leaders and you've trained them and they're responsible. You should not have a, a organization and don't have a junior component. And you hit it on the head for me when you said that we don't get the young people involved. That's how you get them involved because young people want to get involved but older people, we keep holding on to it. We need to let it go because we're not going to be here forever. I'm, I might not be here in 30 years, 20 or 30 years. So I got to make sure that my son or Nether's children are able to take over when I'm gone so they can be self-sustaining. And we're not doing that. That's the problem. If you have an organization, get a junior component to it. Get a grant and, and hire somebody who's a teacher who can teach them. What's that? I have to... Let me, That's let, all. Let me say this. Go ahead, Nether. I was just going to say teach them to... Uh, Come up with another political party. We have <laughs> to have a but that's where it starts. And I think that's, that's where it starts, and she's absolutely right. That's where it starts. West Side. So, uh, all right. You so got to give young people their shot. It, give it to them. It's not even the young people. You can't hold their hand. Give our community a different, give us different representatives. Something else. That's why I respect Lori Lightfoot so much. I promise you. Which is why Preck Winkle, her machine, is 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 going dormant. You can only have people in place for so long where they're not connecting 
with the next generation. Because you have to have a junior component. There is. The young Democrats, not, we, the Democratic Party has a, the young Democrats. Well, first of all, we, need a, whole different, we, we need a whole different party. The young, I'm just using this as an example. And I'm using, go ahead, go but, ahead. Like I said, any organization that you have in the city, whether it's the, the drug task force on the west side, y'all need to have a junior drug, drug task force. Because, see, if you don't reach out to the young people and get the young people to go out here and talk to other young people because they don't want to listen to old folks they'll listen to younger people you're you know what i'm saying you might be potentially setting younger people up to be able to take drugs or whatever the thing is well you why you keep to, going back to the drugs <laughs> because those you know why i go back to the drugs because those are things that are, are tearing up tearing so, apart our community so but here's the thing though educate the young people which is why Give the young people president trump's and Vice President Biden, right? They the conversation when it comes to African Americans, yep. the only thing they th- that 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 they were able to talk about and hang their hats on, right, is incarceration, right. That's number one. And then the second one was unemployment. Unemployment, right? We we are forever unemployed, right? And we are forever incarcerated. And both of the parties, including. Those black people who are part of the Democratic Party, we are a blue state. They take, hold on, Will, they take it for granted. They take it All for granted. All I'm going to say is Will, that's why we got to take control. That's why we as black people got to take they control. They take it for granted. The country takes us for granted, which is why Ice Cube says what he says, which is why uh, uh, 50 Cent says what he says, which is why any thinking person not to say that you're going to support this person but you're not my only answer to solving the issues in the african-american community and i go back to the saying i agree of eisenhower we're going to make they're going to be for the next lbj lbj whatever uh, his name is eisenhower lbj watch out for the the, next uh, 200 years they were a democrats it's crazy to me you know eisenhower please all right, we got to take a break. We'll be back in a second. Kendall Moore Show. He's the new kid on the block. He's got the weekends on lock. Kendall Moore, radio for the next generation. On the talk of Chicago, 1690 WVON. Goddamn, I'm glad y'all set it off. Used to be hard, now you just went and saw Bert. You was down with the AK. And now I see you on a video of Mission Lake looking like straight clothes. All right, 51 minutes after the hour, it's the Kendall Moore Show. All right, uh, a big shout to the people who are checking us out on Facebook Live. Big shout to my man Sweetback, uh, John Ivy. Please continue to talk and cuss Will out. Will, I have no idea where his check is coming from, but I promise you when I get off of the air, I'm going to figure this out, and he may not be on the air next week. Dang. Hey, hey. <laughs> I ain't worried. <laughs> I ain't worried about nothing. Man, are you kidding me? Come on, let's... Uh, let's, let's uh, uh, we'll shout go. out! Look, shout out to L. Stanley Davis and Michael Coleman. They watching us on Facebook Live too. Hey guys, share the broadcast, man. Why y'all being stingy? Why y'all being stingy? Let's John, go. John, you on here every week. You ain't sharing Sweet no back. broadcast. Man, that's my man, man. Now, but you on share no broadcast, man. Uh, that's Rowdy Crew. That? That's Rowdy Crew. Let's go. Uh, let's go to Lee. Lee, how you doing, man? Welcome to the Kendall Moore Show. <laughs> how, how, how you all doing? I'm I'm enjoying you. It was too I get back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Lee. Bad connection? 
Oh, no. All right, let's go to Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Hey, hey good evening, Brother Kendall. Hey, peace and blessings. Hey, hey, yes, sir. Hey, man, man, that, that Brother Dave, he told you right, Kendall. Talk uh, to we've, already been fooled, we've already been fooled by Obama. I think everybody can pretty much agree on that. I agreed you on know? that, too. So so how does Biden get, get a right in, especially with that broad he's running with? That and also, Jeff, you showing out. Jeff, you showing out. Let's give that sister. You called her. You called her a broad, Jeff. Let's come on. No, let's not do that, Jeff. Hey, brother Kendall, let's talk. Look at her record. Let's talk. And also, though, and, and hey, Joe told you they caught Joe a couple of times. They asked him a question about the United States. Everything runs to the Mexicans. That David, that brother Dave, told you right, brother. I've been working out in O'Hare since I first came to Chicago, and brother, them Mexicans, they, they, they can just just, just showed up. They look at you like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And that, and that Dick Durbin, that Dick Durbin, you better get rid of him too. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. When do you ever see Dick Durbin, uh, brother? All he's focused on is Pilsen and the little village. Oh, man. Good evening, brother. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Certainly appreciate that. Let's go to uh, Michael. Michael, St. Louis. How you doing, brother Michael? Hey, Kendall. How are you? Uh, Good uh, Peace and blessings. I can't tell you how many people and things that I would disagree with, but that would take up all my time. So what I'm going to do is just give you a few things that I would like to hear you guys talk about either tonight or on a different show. And there's, there's actually quite a, quite a bit, but uh, actually there's four items, and I'm just going to give you the titles and you guys can pick or discuss it. Number one on judges, this particular election I already voted. If I didn't know the judge, I, I voted them out because these judges, they don't tell you who they are. The lawyers don't tell you who they are because they're scared they're going to meet that judge. And half the time, that is the worst explained job in our political system is who the judge is. If you've got a racist judge that's always just giving black people, you know, the harshest sentence, they need to be out of there. So if, I I, and if they want to hide and not tell who they are, then I'm voting no. That's the first thing I would like to talk about. Secondly, you had a truck driver guy on a little while back, and he was talking about how all these truck drivers are going to vote for Trump. As I travel, you go to any truck stop, you're going to see Fox News on the TV when you start to get your gas, take a shower, get something to eat. Fox News is even in the McDonald's. And I've been talking about this for a couple of years now, and the Democrats don't get it. You know, and they wonder why Hillary lost. The next issue I would like to hear you guys talk about, the KKK for 40 years, and people keep using the Fox uh, script. But he's been in government for 47 years. He hasn't been the president for 47 years. He's been working in local politics in his district. And so the last eight years, he wasn't even president. And if you go back and look at all the Republican presidents that were in office when Biden was in office and then say, but well, what has he done? And on that same note, we're all human. But for the grace of God, there I go also. Yeah, he made some mistakes. Tell me what person that hasn't been in office yep. that makes mistakes. But here's the thing about Trump. When he doesn't denounce the Ku Klux Klan and white supremacy, when he doesn't reveal his taxes, when he's over $400 billion in debt that he got in there because they said, oh, he's a great businessman, and he lies every other word. How do I know when he's lying? When his lips are moving. So, I mean, he's had it for years. And he only gave money to certain black people. And that's what he does. He says, oh, I've done more for black people. He's and a he kind man, brother Michael. You know he's people. a kind man. Right. He gives it to black people with a name so he'll get the publicity. Yep. He is a consummate, plan, plan man. And I cannot 
really believe anybody else that says they're going to vote for him, and they find these little pity things about Biden and, and or Kamala Harris. And like I said, when, it's a big difference between getting what you want and what the reality is, and, and too many of us don't get it. And then I'll just kind of close with this, and, and maybe you guys, if you have time this week or next week, uh, you can talk about it. Um, the Black Party. I hear people say all the time, well, why don't you run for president? Or why don't you start a campaign? Like we, like many of us that wish we could, don't have the money. You should be asking, and here's why. Or I don't even want to participate in it. Ice Cube said the same thing. And here's the thing where I'm getting off yeah, on, go ahead. on the brothers that are in charge. We have no organizations that is preparing the next generation. You are absolutely correct. Michael, I got to let you go. Thank you very much. You had a a lot of time to say that, but I agree humbly. That's why, you know, people are tripping on Ice Cube. You know, and Cube, like, you know, he's been on CNN. He's been on Roland Martin. Big shout to my man, uh, Roland, one of my colleagues. Mm -hmm. Like, Cube, like, look, I'm not saying this or that. However, what I am saying is... I know what the what the facts are, and I am saying the same thing, and I am telling everybody who's listening to this program here this evening, Trump has to go, but this should be an example of reconstruction millennial style. We have to reconstruct the Democratic Party relative to black people, black men are not filling the Democratic Party. And I am telling y'all that, not because of something that I heard, but it's something that I know. Black men are always at the end of the totem pole. I don't care what party you are a part of, and they're not doing anything for black men. Point blank. When Biden talks, when Kamala is on the air, it's all about the sisters. We know that the sisters have the biggest voting block in the country. Mm-hmm. After we get Trump out, we need to be focusing on black men mm-hmm. and getting our rights restored and our voices heard. Mm-hmm. And that's from me to everybody who's listening across uh, the airways. We got to get ready to go. Kendall Moore Show each and every Friday from 6 to 9. Netta Beretta. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Always. What you doing? I'm going to have some estate sales. I'm working on some things. I want to give you all some knowledge, so I'm just increasing my knowledge so I can pass it on. You're making money. I get it. <laughs> so, that, so that we all can make some money. Yeah. Will, what you, what you on, Westside? Campaigning. All right. <laughs> Next week we're doing that political show, right? That's right. All right. That's right. Appreciate That's you. I'm doing Tell your son, I said, hey. All right. He I'm coming out west to get my hair cut, too. Where you get your hair cut at? I get my hair cut out, uh, cut cut at uh, uh, A-plus Barbers, located on North Avenue. Who your barber? In Risland. His name's Dane. Shout out to Dane. Always crispy. If I come over there, man, I won't mind the guy. Oh, he going to hook you up, man. <laughs> yeah. He going to hook you up, man. That's what, that's what you that's say. That's right. Big shout to everybody who participated. Nine Fire, that's my girl. Appreciate you. Big shout to Isaiah, the I, everybody else who has participated. My intern sitting over there, sitting over there, huh? Off in the cut. In the cut. Next week, y'all gonna hear a little bit more about this young man. We 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 don't put him on pause, but we gonna get back to him. In the meantime, make sure you stick around until next time. And as always, church and tabernacle.
New Generation Radio with Kendall Moore, WVON AM 1690. Let's talk about it. Come on. New Generation. Let's talk about it. What's 